Welcome to the Homeschool with Moxie podcast, where our goal is to inspire and encourage you with actionable strategies to take you from overwhelmed to confident in your homeschool adventure. I'm your host, Abby Banks, and this is episode 249. This episode is brought to you by Masterpiece Society. Masterpiece Society is here to help you with both art expression and art appreciation. And when you utilize their rich multimedia art lessons and their open and go art appreciation curriculum, you can create meaningful art experiences with your kids and teens. We've personally enjoyed their art lessons in our homeschool, and I know you will too. Check them out at 41more.com forward slash masterpiece. Hello and welcome to episode 249. Of course, the show notes are at 41more.com forward slash 249. Today, I thought we'd talk about a homeschool mom hack. And this all this means is it's something that really can simplify your homeschooling. If you haven't been doing this already and things feel a little crazy, out of control, or maybe you haven't even started homeschooling yet, but you're in the research stage and you're like, okay, how is this going to look when we actually start? Well, if you can get this idea in your mind, it's going to really make a huge difference in the organization, efficiency, and the ability that you will have of not pulling your hair out when you're homeschooling. So let me tell you what this homeschool mom hack is. This is organizing your homeschool day around couch time and table time. Now, people call these different things, but for this episode, we'll call it couch time and table time, and I'll explain what I mean. But this is a really great way to organize your homeschool. You know, if you have more than one child, you all of a sudden realize, oh, you know, I've got two or three or four or more kids and they all need history. How am I going to teach them all their own history? Or I've got multiple kids now that need a math lesson. How am I going to do that? And pretty soon you start saying, okay, there's, you know, five or six or seven subjects times how many kids that you have to deal with, it starts to feel like how can any normal person homeschool more than one child? Like, how do you even do it? Because, you know, when you have a classroom, hypothetically, everyone's on the same page. You're teaching all second graders or all eighth graders. Although we know that even in a classroom of everyone being the same age, everyone's not on the same page. Everyone is in a different spot. So that is the beauty of homeschooling, right? We can meet our kids where they are, but... For a lot of subjects, you know, they're all at different levels with math. What do we do about things like history or science? Do they all have to be at an individual level or can we do some things together? So if you're not doing this already, I highly recommend you consider it. And like I said, if you are just starting out with homeschooling, this is a great way to be able to teach lots of kids and not go crazy. So let's dive into the topic of how do you organize your homeschool day around couch time and table time? All right, so first let's define these words, right? You basically, in homeschooling, you have group subjects and individual subjects, or you could say content subjects and skill subjects, or we're gonna call them couch time and table time. So here's an example. History can be a group subject because it's a content subject. It's a subject where you're learning content, but a second grader can still learn about Abraham Lincoln, just like an eighth grader can 
clearly your eighth grader, you're going to require them to have a lot more depth of understanding, maybe be able to memorize some dates and places and a little more cause and effect and significance and that kind of thing. But your second grader can still learn about Abraham Lincoln. You can still teach them together. um, Although, of course, your older kids are going to go a bit deeper. But something like math is clearly a skill subject. Your second grader isn't going to be doing the geometry that your 10th grader is doing, right? Um, Your little kids aren't at the same skill level in math as someone even that's just two or three years older than them. So that would be more of a skill subject or an individual subject, something that, yeah, you do need to teach each of your children at the level they're at with something like math, whereas a subject like history you can actually teach multiple ages together with the same content. So when we're saying couch time versus table time, I'm defining this as couch time. And, you know, you hopefully get the idea of like, this can be just on the couch. It's like an enjoyable time to be together. And so you're all snuggled up and you're reading your history lesson. You're doing your read aloud. You're working on your scripture memory or your catechism or your Bible lesson or whatever that you want to do together. It is really a wonderful family time. It's a great way to start out the morning, right? Everyone just wants to be cozy. You can be right after breakfast. You're like, let's go do our couch time. And this is the stuff that you can do together. This is the content subject set. No matter what age your child is at, you know, you can all learn the same content. So maybe you're even doing art appreciation. Like we talked about uh, Masterpiece Society and they have different art appreciation lessons. Clearly, all your kids at different ages can do the same art appreciation lesson too. Like that's another subject that you can do together. And then after you do couch time, then maybe later in the morning or after lunch, you transition to table time. And this is more where, okay, we've got to be serious. This is our math work. You know, we're at the table, wherever you end up doing the more focused part of your school day. And this is when you're able to help everyone at their own individual level. So does that make sense? So you have your group subjects, which are also the content subjects, which are the couch subjects. And then you have the individual subjects, which are the skill subjects, which you could call table subjects. And this makes it easier just to be able to go, okay, everything that we do in homeschool kind of falls into one or one of these categories. So instead of feeling overwhelmed with five to seven subjects per kid and like, oh, there are all these individual little things I have to organize and plan and schedule. Instead of thinking that way, you're thinking of big buckets, We have the couch subjects and the table subjects. And where does these things fit in? And then you can clearly organize your day that way. You're only one person. You can't be helping some of the kids on the couch while the others are working at the table and you feel like you're going crazy. No, everyone is doing couch time at the same time and everyone is doing table time at the same time. And this helps you realize, okay, I'm going to be at one place at one time, and we're not trying to multitask here. We're all on the couch time together, and we're all at table time together. So this is just a way to organize your homeschooling so it's not so crazy. So let's jump into how, actually, we said, what does it mean? Let's now talk about why does it work? So I already mentioned the fact that it just helps 
in your brain to think of things in these two buckets. But it really does help you organize your day into two main parts, which is really helpful if you have babies and toddlers in the mix also. Because we know babies and toddlers have their own unique schedules. And you know, once a baby's on a certain schedule, their sleep time changes, when they need to eat changes. I mean, there's nothing stays the same, right? So if as long as you know, okay, we've got couch time and table time, and you're flexible, and you're able to pivot, and you're able to have the toddlers around as you're doing couch time, the toddlers are playing on the floor while you're on the couch with the older kids focusing on, you know, reading your history lesson or whatever. This really does help you to be able to manage all the moving parts in your homeschool, no matter what age your kids are at. So it does help to organize your day into these two main parts. The other reason why it works so well is you can teach multiple ages together, which I hope you've been able to see is a really great way of simplifying homeschool. Because if you have, even if you only have three kids, um, if everyone had to have their own individual history, own individual science, own individual math, language arts, reading, literature, blah, 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 all the things, you already start to see how many different subjects that is. If everyone has their own times three, what if you have six kids? That's times six. It just gets crazy. But if you can have a really good portion of your day where you're doing things together, you get a lot of stuff done, you're efficient, you're not getting burnt out, the kids are learning together, there's no problem there. And it just really helps you to be able to manage everything and homeschool multiple ages together. So let me tell you what we did in our couch time years ago and how we started our day, just so you can get a little peek. It's nothing revolutionary, but if this is all new to you, you're probably like, okay, explain a little more. So let me tell you about our couch time. So years ago, when we started homeschooling back in, say, 2008, when my oldest was in kindergarten. Now, I mean, I only would have had one officially in school that year, but every year after that, we added another one. So I had four little boys within five years of each other, and they were this big old group of kids doing all the same stuff. And so couch time was the perfect solution for us. So in the early years when we did couch time, we did history and science together, and we probably did it in a loop in the early years where it's like not every day we did both. So maybe, you know, the first day of the week where we did homeschool, if it was on a Monday, we did history, and then the next day might have been science. Then the next day back to history, back to science, we probably took turns like that. But it was a great way to get that done together because those things can be, you can use living books, you can get, you know, cool sciencey books from the library. You don't even have to have a textbook. You can figure out what topics we want to learn. And we're going to just read really great library books about them or history. I mean, history is amazing too. If you could read biographies, read about very cool times in the past and kids just eat this stuff up. So, I mean, this is a great thing to do on the couch with a pile of awesome books or watch a documentary or whatever. So we did our history and science during our couch time. And then back in those years, we were living in New Brunswick, which is a bilingual province. And so we decided we're going to learn a little French because if they were in public school, they would have learned French. So we struggled through that a little bit. It wasn't my favorite thing to do, but we did struggle through a little bit of French, but that's something we did together. Little bit of time on the couch every morning. Then we also would have done our Bible lesson. And then we had a scripture memory box where we had our memory verses and catechism that we were learning. And that's a great time to just every morning, you know, work through that. It's really keeps you consistent. And when you know you're going to do it every morning, I mean, then you don't have to worry about, oh, did we, did we get that done? You know, we have to fit that in. No, we just do it 
all together in the morning and then we're done. We also probably did a read aloud. I can't quite remember, but that's a great time to also do a read aloud. So that's just a little peek. Like it's not a ton of stuff and it doesn't take hours and hours. I mean, depending on what you do or how old your kids are, I guess it could take a little longer, but couch time doesn't have to take long at all. And look at how many things we just, you know, checked off of our day. So that's an example of what we did, you know, oodles of years ago when the kids were little with couch time. So now let me give you a peek into what we did in our table time. So remember, table time is that time where we work on the individual skill subjects. So of course, everyone is going to have their own math. And so something that has stayed constant for us almost the whole way through to graduation is BJU Press math, especially in the younger years. We just have the student work text and everyone's working on their math that day. And we're all at the table and I can help as needed. And then, of course, you have things like handwriting, especially in the younger years. We would do that. Um, and then no ma- depending on their age, like they might've been doing phonics or maybe they were moved on to their other language arts like grammar or something with a writing lesson or spelling. All of those things are the individual subjects and none of them have to take a really long time. You just talk over the concept, say, this is what you're working on. And everyone just starts working. If you do it at a place like your kitchen table, you're able to kind of move between kids and help everyone as needed. That's just kind of what worked for us. It didn't have to get really crazy. If everyone's off in their own spot, it's a little harder to help everyone. But especially in the younger years, if you're just at the table, you can even throw the toddler up there in the high chair and give them some Play-Doh or give them some Cheerios. And they're quite happy while you work on table time. So all of this does not take very long, especially in the younger years. And then by lunchtime, we're definitely done and everyone goes outside to play while the baby takes a nap. And it just was a beautiful structure and organization to our homeschool day. So this is just a simple little homeschool mom hack. Maybe you already do this, but maybe this is a new concept to you. And I hope it inspires you to organize your day around couch time and table time. It'll really help to simplify your homeschooling. Double check the show notes at 41more.com forward slash 249. Don't forget to join us next week for another actionable episode. And in the meantime, Happy homeschooling.